All right, hello everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Amanda's Madness. I am Emily. I'm Danielle. And this is our podcast. <laughs> I was going to say what's coming next. Um, just a quick heads up. We still have two dogs in the room. So um, if you hear a ruckus, that's because we have two dogs in the room. And Sirius is staring very intently out that window. So I'm a little bit worried we're going to get some barks in a sec. No, he's fine. We'll see what happens, I guess. Um, if you recall, I whoa, I almost said Danielle told the story last week. But I did not liar. I told the story of Randy Leach last week. Um, and Danielle's gonna tell us a story this week about something, which I do not know. It's about a bunch of disappearances. We have two disappearances in a y- row. Yeah. Are yours? Um, unsolved most of them okay sorry guys for uh (laughs) no i don't really care to be honest with you i like the disappearances (laughs) i haven't done a disappearance for a while they should freak me out but they i don't i find them so interesting that people can literally just disappear off the vanish earth earth oh my favorite disappearance story i'm so sad it's in california so we can't do it but well, we could for a Patreon if we decide to do a Patreon. I might just do it and say, fuck it. It's <laughs> so, so crazy. I know you, I made you listen to it because it's a crime junkie episode. Bryce Lapis. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, God. That one is bananas. That one just blows my mind. I don't understand. Um, My favorite disappearance is Amelia Earhart because mm. I want to know what happened so bad. Yeah. And it makes me so mad that we don't know. A plane, M. They lost she a from? plane. Is she from the Midwest? I can't remember. I'll have to look. She might be. Because I is. thought about maybe if doing she like is dibs. cruise ship <laughs> disappearance. Like, you know? Yeah. But I would have to find like Midwest people that disappeared. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Okay. So um, my story is, again, about several women. So I'm just going to get started and not be like this is the story of banana you know yeah yeah, yeah. um so our first and this is so <laughs> this case is kind of in the midwest but it's also in the west western states so like wyoming oh, and okay. um new mexico texas texas oklahoma yeah. oklahoma's midwest i would say would you meh it's close so is Wyoming. Yeah. So that's kind of why I was like, Meh. but it's so. I've had cases I was, in Wyoming and I was introduced, New Mexico. So that's true. Um, I was introduced to this person, um, this uh, criminal, because of a case that's in South Dakota. Oh, you so met th- this person? <laughs> I'm going to smack you. Yeah. You can't um, reach me. Yeah. I have things I could throw. Um, anyways, <laughs> we just like had a moment of stare down at stuff on the table where I was like, what could I throw at her? I'm sure there's something. Anyways, um, so our story is going to start in South Dakota. It's not cro- cro- chronological. Thank you. You're welcome. I just had a small seizure. It's fine. Um, because it started, my research started on this case. That's fine. Um, and then as I like dug into it, I was like, this 
is all over the place. So I do like a little mini wrap up at the end just to kind of like say, oh, oh, oh. guys, no. All right. Well, dog break. Our theme music should literally just be the dogs barking. (laughs) Or it should just be a collective of us saying, oh, sorry, Sirius is barking. Oh, oh, you could probably hear the dog. Oh, Oh, you can hear the dog. It happens in every episode. You'd think we'd learn by now, but he's just so cute. How do you like make him not be down here? Yeah. Uh Oh, oh, no. See if it just picked up a toy. Oh, no. Here we go. We might have to start. Yeah, we might have to pause. No, it's fine. Okay, we're good. Okay. I'm going to start talking so that we can get into it. Let's this. just get it going. Okay, so September 19th, 1984, Sharon Bald Eagle and her friend Sandy, whose last name I could not find anywhere, okay, um, ran away from their hometown in Eagle Butte, South Dakota. Sandy was 15 and Sharon was 12. Oh, they're so young. I know. Um, they were hitchhiking in Casper, Wyoming, when they were picked up by a trucker named Royal Russell Long. Royal? Royal. Okay. Like. Your Highness. Yeah. Okay. I was going to sing that. Um, you gonna yeah, that's all <laughs> But I was like, we don't, we don't have any money, so please don't do it. Um, so both of these girls, if you can't tell from Sharon's last name, are native. So that's where they ran away from was their um, the reservation in Eagle Butte. Okay. Um, and he picks them up in Casper, Wyoming. How far is that? Like, do you know how far they I, walked? No, I don't. I'm gonna look. Do you want to look it up? Yeah, I'll look I, it up while you talk. Uh, I'll keep talking. Eagle. Can we just say Eagle? B U T T E. Okay. Um, and then. He drives them to his home in Evansville, Wyoming, where he ties them up and holds them at gunpoint. Oh, no. Beats Sharon and sexually assaults Sandy after she and Sharon refuse his offer of sex for money. He then leaves the room for a while. Sandy is able to get free and runs for help. But when she gets back with the police, Royal and Sharon are both gone. Jeez, that's sad. Yeah. So, um... Police find Royal in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Wow, he got far. Yeah, and when police ask for his side of the story, he says that he originally believed that the girls were 18 and 19. Yeah, a 12-year-old? Yeah, and I have seen pictures of these girls. They do not look like they're 18 and 19. So that's, unless you're like the dumbest person in the whole entire world, that's total bullshit. Yeah. Um... He said that the sex was consensual and claimed that Sharon told him they were actually 15 and 12. And if they didn't give him two hundred dollars, she would accuse him or they would accuse him of raping Sandy. He said he didn't hit either of the girl, but did get a bloody nose after a scuffle between them. Before he threatened both of them with a gun and tied them up. He claims he took a nap, and when he woke up, Sandy was gone, so he panicked and took Sharon to find a ride, because remember, they were hitchhiking. Right. So he brings her to um, a truck stop and puts her in the back, Sharon, in the back of a truck that's headed for Dallas, Texas. He says he didn't know that he was wanted for rape or kidnapping until he got back to Casper, 
And then he leaves again to allegedly go and find Sharon. So he's saying that, okay, well, I put her in this truck to take her to Dallas. And then I found out that I was wanted for kidnapping and rape of Sharon and Sandy. And so instead of turning myself in, I went to go and try and find Sharon. Yeah, this is like a likely story, dude. Well, and why are you in Albuquerque if you sent her to Dallas? (laughs) Like, that doesn't make sense. Um, he was not charged for murder, but did plead guilty to two counts of kidnapping for the purpose of committing indecent liberties with a minor and was sentenced to two life terms in prison. He ends up dying in prison in 1993 of a heart attack. Sharon's dad thinks that she's still alive, um, and there have been possible sightings of her in Wisconsin, Colorado, and her dad has also traveled down to Arizona to look for her, but she still remains missing. That's terrible. Um, and here's where the rest of this got a little banana pants crazy. Do you want me to answer the question oh, really yes. quick? Yeah. How far is um, Eagle so Butte? From what I can tell, Eagle Butte is a part of the Cheyenne River Sioux tribe. Yes. Um, and... It's about five hours and 47 minutes to Casper. Driving or walking? Driving. Damn. So uh, I'm going to assume they probably were hitchhiked. They got some rides. Some rides yeah. between there and Casper before they got picked up. They by would have to. Douchebag Royal. Even the name is just. I know. It's just pretentious as hell. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Royal Russell Long is also a suspect in several more disappearances and at least one murder. And he's a trucker, you said? Trucker and a carnival worker. Double whammy. Yep. So double stereotype right there. Um, Don't you just hate when they prove their stereotypes right? Yeah. Because then it gives everybody else a bad name. Yeah, it's so annoying. It's like, God, you're the worst. Be better. Do better, people. (laughs) So anyways. um, uh Uh-oh. Ooh, that was a good growl. <laughs> yeah, you're a tough boy, Em. He's he's a tough boy. Let's just ignore <laughs> it and keep going. Okay. So Deborah Meyer went missing from Red Lodge, Montana in 1974. She was last seen heading to a movie theater from a family member's house. Red Lodge. Yeah. And I thought I put how old she was on here. But I don't see it. What the heck? Um, I think she was like 12. To- Let me look and see if I can find it while I keep talking. Um, So, yeah, she was like just walking to a friend's house or to the movie theater. She never makes it to the movie theater. Do we know how far between the house and the movie theater it is? Mm-mm, I don't. Um, I'm going to assume it's probably a small town. Yeah, so it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't very far. Red Lodge. From what I understood. Um, I want to see, God, this is so annoying. It's a cool city name. I know. Oh, oh my God. Lord. Sieva. Okay. We might want to pause. No. Okay. Please enjoy. <laughs> this is what we're dealing with today. We're really sorry. 
Um, listen to the beautiful songs of the dogs barking while I try and find... What are you looking for right now? How old this girl is. What's her name? Um, her name is... Deborah Meyer. I think she was 10 or 12. So also little. Um... So yeah, she was she never arrived at the movie theater, was never seen again. Um and then we also have uh sorry. We also 14. have 14. How old? 14. 14. Okay, I was close. Um Carlene Brown was 19 and she was last seen But she went missing in Rollins, Wyoming. Did you state that? No, I have read. I have read. She's Lodge, from Red Lodge, Montana, and went missing when she was visiting relatives in Rollins. That makes Wyoming. more sense because um, also July fourth, nineteen seventy four, Carlene Brown, nineteen, was last seen attending a rodeo with her friend Christy Gross, also nineteen, in Rolling, Wyoming. Okay, yeah, that would make sense then. So all three of them went missing from the same area. Um, Carlene and Christie's car was found abandoned, like the car they'd driven there in. I don't know whose it was. I think it was Christie's, but I'm not sure. And my source said that it has been said that it was found 100 miles away from the, where the rodeo was being held. But then another source said it was um, at where the rodeo was. So yeah. they just found the car abandoned. Okay. Which, again, is another tie-in to your story from last week. Yeah. Car. Um... No one... Okay, so at first, police believed that the girls went missing of their own free will and were fine. Another tie into your case. Um, after no one heard from them for several months, police started investigating it as a kidnapping, which is like, come on, a little too little too late. A couple months. Yeah, that's like, that's a really long time. In a, in a missing person's case, it's a long time. Yeah. Um, Christy's body was found nine years later in sinclair wyoming in 1983 carlene's body has never been found that's so weird that we have two cases with two missing people one person was thankfully alive Mm -hmm. and the other one isn't found and then in the other case one was found and one wasn't found yep and then we have the one yeah of um the one little girl 14 yeah deborah 12 to 19 is our age range so, so far, far. Mm-hmm. okay um cindia pallet was 13 when she went missing on september 26 1981 from a carnival in oklahoma city with her friend charlotte kinsey both of them uh-huh so here's another two how is this happening charlotte called home to ask her mother if she and cindia could take a job offered to them by a carnival worker he asked them to help unload stuffed animals from a truck and her mom was like yeah that's fine um two boys around their age were also asked to help and they were like yeah sure so the four of them get in his truck that had south dakota plates and he drives them to a truck stop where he said the truck was supposed to be with all these stuffed animals in it. It's not there. So he has the boys get out, pays them each $10 and says he's going to go get the truck. And that's the last time the girls are ever seen. That's just like, that seems like an, a dumb extra step. Why bring the two other boys? I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. I know. I don't know. So, um... 
after the, the disappearance, his badge that he was wearing that, that said he was a carnival worker was found, and it said Don Corey on it. Mm-hmm. And Don Corey matched the sketch that police had made for the boy that from the boys um but don Corey had been in dallas texas when these girls went missing you know who else the uh sketch matches royal yep royal russell long um so did he just steal this guy's badge that's what i'm assuming is that he was just like a photo badge and he was like oh i look like this guy yeah because i mean it had a photo did he actually even work for the carnival or did Um, he just steal don's badge and pretend one of um my sources did say that he had worked in a carnival in carnivals before so he was you know carnivals and truck driving and he just kind of like did whatever to make money okay um Police found that Russell or Royal Russell Long. I always want to say Russell Royal Long mm, because that makes, makes more, sense more sense to my brain. Yeah. Um, Royal Russell Long was in the area. He had arrived in Oklahoma City the day before the girls disappeared to deliver a flatbed flatbed trailer. I wish it was a flatbed. God, right. Um, to a business in Oklahoma City. He admitted he'd been at the Oklahoma State Fair the day the girls vanished, although he denied any involvement in their disappearance. The two boys, as well as other witnesses, identified him as the man who offered the girl, the girls and the boys the job. Just, that just doesn't And sense. he approached other children with the same offer before the two were taken. That's tough. Royal's daughter also claimed that she'd been sexually assaulted by him and had seen him try to lure other children away with him. What the hell? He has a daughter? Mm -hmm. That's upsetting. So he is arrested for this and charged and they go to court. And during court proceeding, um, Royal taunted the Pallet and Kinsey families saying he was the only one who knew the truth about their disappearances. This guy is a piece of work. Get ready to get pissed. Why was he not in jail from the first rape of the little girl who was alive? Um, oh, you're right. Sorry, you didn't go into chronological order. Not chronological order. order. Duh. Order. Sorry. This is 81. Yep, back it up. I take it back. Um. Okay, so are you ready to be pissed? Let me guess. He doesn't go to jail or goes to jail for a very short time. In December of... 1985 charges were dropped after the judge threw out long's daughter's testimony the testimony of one of the boys who was offered the job by the abductor and much of the physical evidence charges were dropped because the judge felt that there wasn't enough evidence for the case despite hairs from both girls being found in royal's rented car and eyewitness confirmations from both boys and the testimony from his daughter well that doesn't make any sense so they went to trial. Yeah, no, I know, but like, wh- and then he, this guy, this little ju- boy, is literally an eyewitness. Yeah, what? How would you ever throw that out? I don't know. the The district attorney was fucking lit up. Like, in I the could see maybe, them. like, me. I could understand maybe the daughter. Like, that's not. Like, I could see where it's not really relevant to the case. Yeah, obviously, like her story is terrible. So I could see that one being thrown out. Yeah. but this kid was literally right there. There. And they found in the trunk of the car he'd been renting, they found animal hairs that matched animals that were at um, Cynthia's house that she, like, had direct contact with. 
And then they found a long blonde hair and um hair evidence isn't super reliable. But, but in the eighties it was. Yeah, I guess. Um the blonde hair looked like Charlotte's. Like it because Charlotte was a little blonde. That's fucked up. Um, he's still considered the prime suspect in the girls' cases. So he's never been recharged? Oh Mm-mm. my god. Is he but, dead, I hope? Yeah, remember he died in of a heart attack in ninety three. Oh, yeah. You never even had to live in a world where Russell Royal Long, or Royal Russell Long was living. Thank God. I did, unfortunately. Um, and then the last one I have is like people say that he could be involved, but it's more than likely he is not. Um, some documents say that he had already been arrested for the disappearance of Sharon at this point. But um, the similarities were enough where people are like, oh, it could have been him. It could have been him. Um, so Rosalind, Abel, and her sister Fawn, who are 18 and 15, disappeared from Bethany, Oklahoma on July 25th, 1985. Um, but like I said, Royal might have already been in custody at this point when they disappeared. They Mm -hmm. were offered a job at a carnival, which was part of his MO. Yep. And then, um, it was two teenage girls, girls, again, part of his MO. But their older half-sister, who they share a dad with, said that she believes their father is responsible for their disappearance because he had kidnapped her once when she was a child, too. So, just some weird coincidences, but it does sound like it probably wasn't royal. Okay. But I just thought that was interesting that he is often cited as possibly being their kidnapper, too. Right. So, quick recap, in chronological order, we've got Deborah, Charlene, and Christy all going missing in 1974. Only Christy's body is found. Cynthia and Charlotte both go missing in 1981. Neither body has been found. And then Sharon and Sandy were attacked in 1985. Sandy survived and escaped, and Sharon is still missing. And her dad is still looking for her. Is why are they grouping in the one girl with the rest of them? Because Deborah, you mean? The one I don't remember her name. The very first Yes, Deborah. Yeah, Deborah. From Red Lodge. Um, because she went missing, she's in his age range that he likes to take from, and she went missing from the same place that the other two Charlene did? and Christy went missing from. But in a different way. And it's only one. Yeah, so that that one is the one that is least like the others. But I I think their thought process is, you know, there's only hopefully so many people that are going to be kidnapping children or people of this age. Yeah. She fits his type. So it, it just makes sense that he might have done it. There is no, like, he hasn't, I don't think he's been charged of, of that one, but I think he's a suspect in, in all of these. Um, the only ones that for sure, like, the one that he was in jail for was um, S- Sandy and Sharon's attack and kidnapping. Right. So, they don't necessarily have enough proof to charge him for all of these, but they all match his M.O. wonder, like, two why two girls at a time 
I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I want to go there either. <laughs> like, it's just it's so hard to control two people. Unless you say, if someone kidnapped me by myself, I might be like, fuck it, I'm going to try and get away. If he kills me, he kills me, whatever. But if he killed me and you, yeah. or kidnapped me and you at the same time, and he was like, if you try and run, I'll kill your sister, I'd be like, okay, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Now, if he said to you, I'm going to kill your sister, go. No. Get, get out of here. It's fine. I couldn't live with it if if I survived and you or Allie didn't. So. It's just, that's, like, ballsy. Yeah, it is. It's, And it, like really speaks to like how much power he must have had or be able to like intimidate well enough to like control two people at once especially 18 and 19 is not like children yeah you know so like he's he must have been either like really terrifying or and um sandy did say that he had a gun yeah and that he bound them i think she said with duct tape i guess so, yeah a weapon is always definitely makes it easier to control yeah somebody. control somebody for sure so well, this guy's a piece of shit yeah he really he died of a heart attack yep i think a heart attack is uh pretty merciful actually i'm yeah. surprised that nobody tried to off him in jail how long was he in jail for um six years i think god that's a, not a lot of time at all because 85 to 93 90. yeah 85 to 93 is oh wait no 86 <laughs> to 93 so that'd be eight eight years no seven seven years <laughs> bad at math <laughs> math is not our strong suit <laughs> that just doesn't seem like a lot of time for no what he did but i mean he died so what are you gonna do well do you know how old he was did you say that when he died no okay i can look real quick and see if one of my sources says um and he's like a creepy ass fucker too is he i think he's really creepy serious it's okay um it doesn't say on here it just says pictured gross yeah and then um on one of my sources the charlie project they have a bunch of pictures of the kids and then they did um aging photos you know like where they like digitally age them up yeah so age progression that's what they're called so they have Sharon in 1984 and then an age progression at age 36. Um, so, and she does not look like she's 18. Yeah, that's a lie. I, I could say, I would say maybe, maybe 15, but definitely not 18. There's no way you would confuse this, this girl at those pictures i don't really want to okay (laughs) like that the only one that i feel like she even looks real old in like the 15 would be that top middle is the bottom the color one is 
Was her age progression? Yeah, that's the age progression. Yeah, she looks young. Also, that he does look creepy. Isn't as he creepy? Yeah. So that's the terrible story of Royal Russell Long and his many alleged and actual victims. Um, my sources were unidentified. Dot um the charlie project whereabouts still unknown dot wordpress.com and oklahoma uh, com, which is a uh, newspaper cool so all right well hopefully they find some of these bodies um there was an update on one of them that said that the remains of a 14 ish female um native american female was found and that would have been right around the time or the age range of sharon and they said that they police didn't believe they were like ancient burial Mm -hmm. bones um but when they sent them in to have them like studied by um archaeologists archaeological students and stuff like they were like uh, they could be anywhere from 10 yeah from 10 years to 50 to 100 years old they just couldn't really tell gotcha so unfortunately nothing there but hopefully they they find something before her dad dies because i think he's still alive and like i said he at, at least as of tw- 2008 believed that she was still alive and that she had just run away which hopefully yeah hopefully because it's really sad yep so cool well um follow us on facebook uh the midwest madness facebook group um instagram midwest shit madden mw madness podcast i was way off and gmail mw podcast at gmail.com <laughs> she didn't actually say any words in <laughs> mw madness podcast at gmail.com okay sweet <laughs> well you guys have a great week and we will see you next tuesday bye